Welcome back to the other side of the Beehive. I'm your host, Angel, and that's your other host, Justin. Hello. How's it going, dude? What up? I'll tell you what. BYU. <laughs> not BYU. I mean, Utah, but fuck BYU yet again. Is it ever? But it's okay because butt sex is it's okay. not sex. It's not See what sex. I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm we're still good. a vir- we're still a virgin. They, oh, they're they're still good. Yeah, they're still good. <laughs> That's some kind of weird technicality. Right? <laughs> yeah, it does, isn't it? Hell yeah! <laughs> hey, uh, we have a fantastic guest with us today, Justin. I've been excited for this one. You've been waiting for this for a long time. We have. When we started this, you were like, you actually brought it up. And said, we got to bring him. I don't think he knows. I'm kind of a fanboy. Yeah. We we, we met. Year, I used to be a run around with Bo. Okay. Back in the day, so um, in fact, I. When you fought in, were the, the Raptors? Where they play? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought the there. Stadium. I went to that. Um, that was terrible. That was our, <laughs> that wasn't terrible. It was well, no, the the fight was great, but it was what? It was like 105. It was hot. It was 105 it was hot degrees. <laughs> the cage was black, so they had to wait for the the sun to set behind the, the <laughs> stadium because right. you couldn't even touch the cage. It was so it was hot. so hot. This is at the baseball. Yeah, at oh, the okay, baseball I was there. Yeah, yeah, and. So I, it was hotter than hell. Um, I'd ha- of course I had a last minute replacement fight. Like I don't know they they brought some poor guy from Idaho. Yeah. Like a week before, and he's like, "Well, I just want to try it." He was uh, five foot six it, and three hundred <laughs> pounds. Maybe yeah. <laughs> and I, I actually still have. So we still have a picture of that fight um, <clears throat> on the wall at the gym. Yeah. And you can see where I kicked him in the stomach and left a footprint. <laughs> like there's a, there's a bruise of a footprint <laughs> on his stomach and it's still hanging on the gym wall. But I remember after that, like I was like, I had a sore throat just because it was so hot yeah, yeah. and it's kind of dusty because you're out in the middle <laughs> yeah. of, you know what I mean? Because you're so, in between first and third. Right, yeah. exactly. <laughs> So, uh, but Fabio fought that night too, uh, yeah. one of the coaches, um, and he did real well. And it was, it was a, it was a good night for sure. It just, I was like, I never want to fight outside again. <laughs> <clears throat> I, uh, I got in line and Troy, or Troy yeah, Rubello, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, drink some of this before we get in there. But we got to hurry. And he pulls out a whole bottle of, uh, Jameson. Oh. And between four or five of us. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of overdid myself, but hey, before before we get going, I think I've, we should probably say his name. Right, it's Mr. <laughs> Eric Iman, and he's getting to fight. And what do you call it? The LFA uh, Legacy Fighting Alliance. Legacy Fighting Alliance. Can you can you tell us what is what is this about? What is this a big deal? He's kind of he's the MMA guy out of this group of two. So when I don't know anything, which is most of the time, he's like, "Come here, Angel, sit on my lap." Like, and then do you, do and, then, ha- and then his keychain's too big. Yeah. So he kind of pokes me, but he's like, "Let me let me explain how this goes on." But what is it? What is it? The uh, the uh, LFA uh, is it LFA card? Is that what it's called? LFA? Yeah, the LFA promotion. So LFA is a national promotion. So how how this works is generally you kind of start your amateur career in the local promotions. Mm-hmm. You know, Steel Fist has been really good to me over the years, and I fought for him a lot. And uh, you know, they they've been a really solid promotion. Um, but eventually you get to a point where you either have some notoriety or, you know, your record looks good enough and that you, you move up to more of a middle level promotion. So legacy fighting Alliance does, um, fights all over the nation, uh, that it's nationally televised on access TV. Yeah. 
Um, so it's kind of a, a bigger step up. The, the, the belt holders, the champions for LFA usually get picked up by a bigger organization. Um, you know, uh, one of the heavyweight champions from a couple years ago went to um, the UFC. The UFC, yeah. uh, guys go to Bellator. Yeah. You know, PFL. They this get, is this is basically the this is the feeder league for the big leagues. Reality. Believe it or not, yeah. When um, Legacy and uh, what was it? The two merged a couple of years ago. Oh, um, uh, RFA. RFA, yeah, and turned into LFA. So <clears throat> this is a huge deal. There is no joke, guys. The fight. Uh, that, this is this why this is such a big deal for me. Where I'm, oh god, <laughs> are you gonna go? So if you pat your ass, I'm gonna go. Are you I'm really stoked? I yeah. should go, dude. It's, it's in, my, yeah. in my hometown. You haven't been to a the fight. W V. I haven't, dude. So uh, I went to. I, we were just talking about the one. Uh, I think it was. I want to say it was a hotel. Somewhere up north, and then we up I've, north. I've, oh, 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 yeah. At the, it was at the Marriott. Up when I fought, you mean? Yeah, yeah. That was the first time that we worked together. Yeah, and uh, and then the second one I went to, the one at the baseball uh, yeah. park. Yeah, they're well, always the, they're always far away though. The last time <laughs> I think the last time I saw you was after my FitCon fight, wasn't it? We went to. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. This was back here, right? On the yeah. Well, it was at, at we went to um, the hookah lounge. Oh yeah, yeah with. Uh, with John? With John. Yeah, yeah, that's and right. Face, oh, yeah, that's right. My face was split open. I had a, <laughs> we have a photo. Yeah. We have a photo we're all posting with, like, Bastard Boys and Eric's all beat up. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty badass. <clears throat> that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah I think yeah. that was the last time I saw you. Yeah, that was the last time I saw you. It's yeah, and, and it pops out of my of my memories. Oh, look, when you used to be friends with Eric. I'm like, well, yeah, that's a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, Mike, uh, what, what brings... What motivates you to start your career? What is it something that started way before? Or yeah, kind of like, so I um, were you a bully? No, were you bullied? Um, I wasn't bullied. I was the Dude, guy he's that nine feet tall. I know. No, that's bullied. <laughs> I was the hey, guy he was that a late like, grower. <laughs> yeah, I was, a, I was a, late a late bloomer, a late shower. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I. I was always interested in martial arts growing up. Um, I took Taekwondo when I was a kid. Uh, I was, I was always the guy that was getting into a fight, trying to defend somebody else. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not usually the guy to, to start shit or, you know, it's just not in me, but I for sure have gotten into more fights for friends and (laughs) them being stupid than I would have ever done for myself. I need need friends like this guy. (laughs) Yeah. So no punk guys, somebody walks to his, (laughs) somebody walked to him and round kick his fucking It's all don't, right. It was a freebie. Don't let that be you. <laughs> By the way, come, I also, come to the gym. I yeah. also want to point out there's like 67 people here. Yeah, there's right? a, we, like have we, a have a, we have an audience today, which is good. I like you. So, uh, best 80s martial arts movie. Oh. Oh, I'm trying to think of <laughs> what the... All like, I already got my answer. That guy's all... What, what was that? Oh, I'm trying to think of what the show was. I can't think. I can like think oh, of the actors. Oh, you mean and Karate stuff. Kid with Jaden Smith? Karate Kid was, you know, <laughs> get the fuck out of here with Karate Kid. Are you kidding me? That weak ass shit. Oh, so that, okay. Let me let me wax right on, now. wax off. Yeah, wax get on, fuck out of here. wax off. Um, oh, there's a lot of wax best off. Eighties. I don't know. Like, 
you know, growing up, you watch like Enter the Dragon and, yeah. and oh, stuff dude. like that. They were great. Do you remember Best of the Best? Yeah. Fuck yeah, Best <laughs> of the Best. It was very intense for a low budget movie. It was, wasn't it? It had yeah. a lot of intensity. Dude, it, had, it had Sean Penn's brother in it, uh, the fat one. He's not, al- <laughs> he's not alive anymore, but. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> what about Kickboxer with Tong Po? Fuck yes, Kickboxer. Know? Oh, yeah. with ba- Van Damme? Yeah. yeah. Dude, Van Damme had a movie. Don't remember what it's called. When he had a fucking mullet. You remember it? Short here, and he was really, like, long over here. It was very square. And he had, like, this, this images of, like, you know, the camera would make him look, like, badass. He would, like, he would turn, and, like, only three hairs would. Like, you know? <laughs> I remember. <laughs> dude, I remember growing up. I looked at my mom, and I said, I'm going to have my hair like that when I grow up. My mom was like, you. You're She's out of your fucking mind. You, you are not white. Like, you are not having a mullet. <laughs> I'm like, first of all, no. I'm like, fuck. So I never. She's out. Now get over here and let me braid your rat tail. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you should have gave it the old college try. Well, I didn't go to college. So. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> we could call it high school. Fake it, fake it till you make it. <laughs> well, I have been. <laughs> So you, uh, you still train over at Team Link? Yeah, so I, I train at Team Link. Um, I'm one of the coaches over there. I've been I've been there for a while. Uh, eight or nine years, yeah. Right. Uh, just a really solid group of guys. Fabio kind of, he well, he manages the gym. He's the gym owner. He oversees the training when I'm getting ready, and I oversee his training when he's getting ready. Right. So he's actually fighting in Boise uh, next while well, in October for, oh, okay. for the um, the title up there. Uh, he's fighting Brock, which Brock hasn't fought in a little bit, but um, it should be a good fight. He's going down to 135, which isn't wow. my favorite because he's wow. – when, when, like, to me, everybody seems kind of small. Oh, I'm sure. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. but, but when I see him next to another, like, even – because he usually fights at 145. Right. You know, when I see him next to another 145, I'm like, God, he's big. Yeah. And he's cutting down to 35, uh, but we got a lot of time, and his weight is right on schedule. So it'll be a big fight for him. Boise's a fun town to – Go get drunk at after the fight. Oh yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I've let, uh, go ahead. No, let, I, and I'm not being rude. Do you have to cut? No. You, you you just fight at your natural weight. I'm I'm at weight right now. How how great is that? It's uh it's really nice because I have cut. Have you? Oh yeah, because I was big and fat when I started. <laughs> I was just going through photos. <laughs> I was I got photos that it popped out on, on my on my uh on my Facebook every now and then, and there's a photo. <laughs> and I'm, Hey, we're all bullshitting, so we're not trying to be rude, obviously. No. But you, but you, have... You're, like, sitting down and, like, with the people in your corner, and you're, like, and, like, I see it now, and I'm, like, Jesus, like, look how much of a change from from being that big, and now you're, like, you're fit, because like, you're, you're always at the gym. Like, every single photo I see, you yeah. and you, right? Yeah. You're always on the gym. Yeah, I I train twice a day. I, I, uh, I go in the morning, I strength and condition, I... You know, I try to run a couple miles in the morning, and then uh, I God lift. damn motivated! Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> it makes it feel like a piece of Fuck, shit, uh. right? <laughs> and then, uh, and then I go to work. So I get up at five. I go to the gym. I go to work. Get to work at seven thirty. I work till five or five thirty, and then I go to my my skill session at nine. Okay. So I do that five days a week, and then I I still like I I ran two miles this morning before I came in here. So just like I Dude, ran here, this guy's I, like, I think I broke a broke a sweat brush in my teeth this morning. I was I, I was pulling this guy so on the truck. So well, it's I mean it's you know it's if if you're not obsessed you're not right, gonna right you yeah. know what I mean and and 
I was fortunate. So when I started fighting, I'd never been into a martial arts gym, like a real fighting gym. Right. Right. I took some like kickboxing match at a bar. And I, I, it was just random. I was just going to the bar. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I walked you're that, in and, you're that guy. Hey, anybody want to fight? And I was yeah, like, yeah, come on. I, me, I'm in. <laughs> Taking turns. Uh, God damn it, I'm number 17. <laughs> <laughs> He's at five still. Put your drink down. You're like, <laughs> that, that's pretty much what it was. I had right. like, I'd had like three shots and they were like, hey, we need somebody to fight this guy. He's a heavyweight. And I'm like, I think I'm a heavyweight. Oh, I, I think it. I was 300 pounds at the time. But, you know, I'd, I'd always... You know, you ask any man, any man, and they're like, well, I can, I think I can hold my own. Oh, fuck. You know what I mean? Right. And then you get in there. And so I, I ended up going with or fighting a guy that had had um, some, an amateur Muay Thai background. And I did real well. I knocked him down twice, but I was a lot bigger than him. I mean, right. he, I think he was like 215 and I was like 300 pounds. You know what wow. I mean? So, and then my, then they're like, well, we're doing this next week too. And I'm like, I'm in. <laughs> so I went back. I ended up fighting a guy that was a Golden Gloves champion. Oh, and wow. that sure changed my perspective on it. You wow. know what I mean? It was because, I mean, like I felt like, and it was two minute rounds. So it was three two minute rounds. The first round, I was like, oh, I'm doing okay. Halfway through the second round, I gassed my ass off <laughs> and was a fucking punching bag for a round and a half. Wow. I mean, and I, and the only thing I could hang my hat on when it was over was I was like, well, I never went down. Yep, yep. But he hit me 500 fucking times. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, I guess if I'm going to do this, I should figure out how to do it. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I started training, and it actually started with jujitsu. And, uh, I did that for a couple of years um, and then got into Muay Thai. And when I got into Muay Thai, I kind of never looked back at jujitsu. Muay Thai was just my thing. So um, Muay, Muay Thai has kind of been your, uh, that's your, that's your expertise. You right. Say, right. right. I, I trained. Uh, so I, I moved to California um, and I trained at Fairtex in San Francisco. Oh, no shit. Yeah. I trained at Fairtex in San Francisco for two years. Um, and it, my, my schedule, my work schedule in California, I worked four on three off. So, mm-hmm. um, I, my two days during the week that I was off, I drive to San Francisco and I lived in a little town called discovery Bay and it was about an hour drive there without traffic because mm-hmm. that's always the caveat in california <laughs> it was only three miles away tra- yeah it took exactly me an hour. <laughs> exactly so you know i the first class was at 10 so i'd be right in the middle of traffic it'd take me two hours to get there i'd drive i'd train i'd do three sessions back to back so i'd be there for three or four hours depending on the day and then i'd drive home so i did that for two years um, but you know, great coaches. I learned a ton. Um, it really changed my, my outlook on it. And and I've trained with some great guys. I mean, Mickey was my first. Right. Like, Mickey was know, my first. Yeah, it was mine too. <laughs> <laughs> really? Let's all be real. <laughs> Mickey gets around, <laughs> but, uh, you know, Mickey was my, f- like Mickey opened my eyes to what it really was. And then when I moved to California, um, it was just very regimented how we trained and you know it was you go in the gym and you jump your rope and you shadow box and then you you know do pad work and you do bag work and we'd spar i'd only make it to one sparring session a week 
Um, but it was a real professional layout. Right, right. right. It was very organized and very scheduled. And there was, I mean, there was times after sparring sessions. So when you sparred there, okay, we, we spar for 45 minutes. They'd set the round timer. They'd line guys up down one side of the mat and then down the other. And you just rotated through all the way through. And there was no break, no stopping for 45 minutes. So, I mean, San Francisco's hilly. There's a lot of hills. And I remember days when I'd walk out of there after sparring, my legs were so beat to shit I couldn't figure it out. I don't, I'm going to have to crawl up this hill <laughs> to the parking garage so that I can get to my car because I don't know if I can walk up this hill right now. Wow. Um, but I, so I was really fortunate. I, I trained there for a couple of years and then um, I, trained at, I trained with Frank Shamrock's fight team uh, for not a long time, like six months. Um, because they were down in San Jose, um, it was, you know, a lot, even a longer drive, especially with traffic. Right. And then, um, you know, I, I trained at George Tsui's gym quite a bit and, uh, mm-hmm. that's where I had my, my first amateur Muay Thai fight. Um, and we would, you know, it, it George, George is really knowledgeable and, uh, he was a K1 max champion, yep. uh, just great, great kickboxer, you know, and I, I trained with him for probably almost a year mm-hmm. so i learned a lot there and then when i moved back here you know i i kind of got into teaching and things like that and i i tried to get into uh some kickboxing here but it doesn't exist isn't that sad yeah sad, sad. Huh? so I, I got Bo actually helped me get ready for i think eight fights in a year and a half that yeah. never happened and then finally oh. i was supposed to go to vegas and fight for the amateur muay thai title uh heavyweight title in vegas and i was at the gym they just opened the gym um they just opened team link and um i was throwing some kicks on the pad and i just happened to step back and i stepped on a bag stand and a bolt went oh, through fuck. my hook. so i and i was so bummed and it was like two weeks before the fight and I'm like, I, th- I think I can still fight. I think I can still fight. I'm, I'm going to walk this not, shit off. I'm not going to tell anybody about that. So, well, I ended up having to get stitches in my foot and stuff. And then, like, I couldn't walk on my oh, foot for four fuck. days. So I, I call him and I'm like, I, I can't do it. And I was, I was heartbroken. Damn. Heartbroken. Um, and, and then, you know, six months later, Fabio's like, hey, just take an MMA fight. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't I haven't I haven't done anything jujitsu or grappling or anything for years and years at that point. And he's like, we'll teach you. Just take it. So I, I ended up uh, it, well, it's ironic, too. So Mark uh, Johnson that owns Westside Jiu Jitsu. Mm-hmm. He uh, I was talking to him and at the time I was 34. So I'm like, I, I think I either got to do it or I got to just be OK with coaching and being a gym rat. And he said, he goes, well, what happens in two years if you don't do it? You're going to look back and wish you did. Right, yeah. And then I end up fighting one of Mark's guys for that first <laughs> MMA debut. <laughs> so it was, it, and Mark's an amazing guy. I, I trained jujitsu with him when I first started, and uh, he's a great coach and a, a great, just a great person wow. you know, in general. So, but uh, afterwards, he, I walk out and. And I said it was your, it was our conversation that led us to this, and I and I beat his guy. <laughs> um, but his, you know, he was a, he was a, I think they said he was a state champion wrestler as a junior in high school uh, as a heavyweight. Wow. So 
Did you ever wrestle in high school? No. <laughs> <laughs> is so it I, is it because of the singlet? Let's be honest. You know, if anything would have made me do it, it would have been the singlet. It would have been the singlet? <laughs> Attaboy. Attaboy. Sure. <laughs> He's all, well, with a package like this. I mean, come on. <laughs> Run with what you brung. <laughs> <laughs> that a sock or a cucumber in there? <laughs> Might be both. <laughs> Do you do you would you consider yourself a a a, a submission fighter or or no, a strike? I'm a striker. You're a striker. A hundred percent. And I so I've I've worked with some guys. I we've always worked my defensive wrestling mm-hmm. just to make sure I can you know defend myself if they're trying to take me down on the cage, get up if they get me down. Just and that's how we fought that first fight was for for six weeks we did. Uh, take down defense against the cage every day. And at the time, uh, we had a, a guy that was training with us, Adrian Ramos, and he's a great wrestler. Mm-hmm. And uh, he worked with me every day. And I remember days that I'd get done and I'd be laying in the cage thinking I was going to die. <laughs> <laughs> like, we, we still laugh about it. You, the best workout. you guys had to drag me out of the cage because right. I was like a dead body. Right. right? And it was no fun at all. It was no fun. And for six weeks, I did it every day. And then, you know, it came to fight day, and it went just like we planned. He he shot, took me down. Uh, I was got up, took me down again. I got up. He finally got me down and kind of got on my back, and he was hitting me under my arm in the nose, and he broke my nose. Um, and then... You know, at the, it's only a three-minute round as an amateur, so right. the the round ends. We start the next round. I go out, and and I throw one, two, and I I think I threw it kind of lazy, and he kind of <laughs> he dusted his shoulder off. Oh, oh, motherfucker! <laughs> yeah, and then came in with his own cross, and I threw one right down the pipe and knocked him out. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> so, and it was a it was not a good. I mean, it was. Where's this video at? Uh, I actually think it's still floating around. You, you, there, it is I out there. Huh? I don't have it, but I think it's Justin still floating around. Justin gets turned on by that. <laughs> well, it it was so. I mean, you know, like I said, it was at the start of my career, so I was three hundred pounds. He was three hundred and ten pounds, <laughs> and I starched him, and he goes down face first, just bop right. And I mean, I'm freaking out. I throw my mouthpiece in the crowd, which Scott Buller will tell you is disgusting. It, it is really. absolutely disgusting. I'm. Well, the story thin right here, but if that fucker hit me in the face, <laughs> oh, <laughs> Justin's a germaphobe, by the way. Just so you know. <laughs> Good to know. So, the, so, and I'm dancing around, I'm yelling, screaming, I'm so excited, right? And then I look back, he's still unconscious. Oh wow! And the 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 um uh the that's paramedics karma. come in. That's karma. Right and there. they they like roll him over, and I'm and I'm like, it's it's had. I mean, it had to be over a minute by now. Oh, oh wow. man! And I, I'm like, oh, I hurt him bad. Oh. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm thinking in my head, you know, all these things are, and I'm trying to go over and you know check on him, and of course they're like, no, 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 just move back. Anyway, so he gets up, he's okay. Um, one of my uh, Roy Gonzalez, he used to be my strength and conditioning coach. He comes running up. He's got my mouthpiece in his mouth. Oh. <laughs> fuck. And oh, he is Jesus smiling. Christ. And he kissed me and put it back in. <laughs> <laughs> and he is smiling ear to ear. He's a, he's an old Marine guy, and he is a savage. Savage. He's all, I even picked it up off the ground. <laughs> yeah. He's no fucks given. Had it in his mouth. Just and he's smiling. Up. 
It was amazing. Oh, that's You'd great. Loved it. That, that, <laughs> that brings me to my my. I was I was actually going to ask you this, but you basically you just answered it. It's is it better to knock someone out and send them to the hospital, or just uh, as a fighter, you know, like obviously you train for this for months prior to it, and and do you want to knock someone out that he's up in like thirty seconds, or you like you want to see him like. You know, so I get the question a lot, like, are you angry when you go in there and stuff like that? I am not. No. So you're like more, and, more of a strategy kind of guy. Well, and and if... Strategy. In, in, what did I say? Strategy. <laughs> Enunciation. Isn't that like... Isn't Spanglish, that, it's okay. That's a fucking... That's a... Every show I've got to correct him. <laughs> I mean, but he does speak Spanish and English, so I've, I mean, well, I barely speak English yeah, myself. That's true. <laughs> did I really just say you that? got a point. Yeah. Isn't that a John Mayer song? Strategy. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's gravity. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, for me, I, I want to go in and and I, I want to perform my best. Um, but, you know, at the same time, I don't want anybody to get seriously yeah. injured or anything. And, and I mean, in my career, I've, I've had some bad injury. Uh, you know, I one year I had 57 stitches in my face. Mm. Uh, I broke my arm that same year. Mm. I shattered it. And I ended up missing a, a really big opportunity with Bellator because of my broken arm. Um, I'd signed for the fight, and I was in the gym, and I was trying to get ready, and, and I couldn't post on my right arm. Um, well, you know, because my arm was broke, but I never went back to the doctor. I just cut the cast off and went back to the gym. So I never had it rechecked. <laughs> and, Is that when Bellator came here? Uh, no. Oh, it wasn't? No. It was... and. I, I want to say they wanted me to fight Duffy as a co-main. Really? So, uh, you know, and it, it was, I had like three weeks to get ready um, because a lot of times when you get those opportunities to move up, it's a right, short notice deal. Right. And you just have to be ready. So I, we were doing the, the, the takedown drills and all the stuff that, you know, I, I typically do to try to get ready. And I was trying to post on my arm to get up off the floor when I was taken down against the cage. And I couldn't push on it, and something's wrong. And I was trying to get push-ups one day, and something's wrong, something's wrong, something's wrong. I go back to the doctor, and they x-ray it, and they're like, no, it looks okay. Well, so I go back to the gym. A week later, I'm like, no, my arm's fucked off. There's something going on. So I go back to, like, <laughs> I go back to a clinic because I don't want to pay the money for a doctor. Cause <laughs> Absolutely. Pay, right? <clears throat> so yeah, I go to, like, care. Yeah, so, well, no, it <laughs> So I go to like one of those free clinics and I'm like, oh, okay, look, I'll just pay you whatever it costs for the, you know, and, and he's like, well, okay. And just sitting there with a bunch of homeless so, people. Yeah, yeah. Just waiting. They're was, getting their and then he gets mad. It's my turn, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm in line. So he ends up taking an x-ray with my, my palm facing upwards. And he goes, who cleared you to start training again? And I said, well, me. Myself. Yeah. And he's like, your arm's shattered. Ooh. It's oh, it's man. so if you took the X-ray with the palm down, the scar tissue had built up between the bone so much it looked like in an X-ray it looked like the arm looked was like healed. it had healed. But you took it the other way where the scar tissue oh, hadn't built up and wow. it was still shattered. So I ended up having to have surgery and they put a, a six-inch plate in my forearm and do you still have it? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. <clears throat> I used to have one of those. My body rejected it though. And I had to have it removed. I had staph infections. Some of us are cyborgs and some of us aren't. I know. Well, that's why I'm I just, sitting here and I just there. integrated <laughs> <laughs> I just integrated that plate into my body. That's what I'm about. That's why he tells people what that's, to do. Yeah. What 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 bell ranking are you? When you do 
as an opponent. Um, he's he doesn't have a lot of experience. Like two and zero, right? Yeah, he's two and zero as a as a professional. Um, he <clears throat> he's primarily looks like he's a grappler. He's got a little bit of stand up. Um, so we're just working on controlling range and doing some things like that. But you know, he's a big tough guy, yeah. and you know, as anybody that's in a heavyweight, it only takes one shot. So right. I mean, you can't you can't take anything lightly because one shot will put you down. Right. And, uh, you know, it's, it, it'll be a good opportunity for me. And, um, dude, I'm stoked. I'm excited. He wants to take this from me and I'm for sure taking it from him. So, oh, hell yeah. It's going to be a battle. Does it, does this, does it suck going through all this now that you got, um, what it'll be a a big opportunity fight, you know, uh, per se, and then going to the gym and train and, and running your two miles every day and, and then go back to your nine to five. I have a great job. Do you? To be honest with you, I I, I really you know I I'm a service manager at uh, Volkswagen, Audi, and Layton. So I I have a I have a great job. I have a great crew. I I don't dread going to work. Mm, you know, okay. work has its own stresses, as we yeah. all know. You know, it, yeah. it it all comes with its own bullshit and and things like that. But I have a great job. You know, they they take good care of me. Um, so well, they have to. <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, you don't want problems with him. <laughs> Give him what he wants. <laughs> you don't want no problems, big fella. That's uh, good. So it, it's not bad. It, <laughs> there's another funny story. So <clears throat> when I took um, when I took this job, uh, I'd come from uh, another service manager position. So I took the job at Katrubis, and uh, I, I told him, I was like, look, I have a fight on Saturday. And they're like, okay, well, are you going to be to work? And I was like, yeah, I've, I've never missed a day for this. Right. It just, whatever. So they hire me. I kind of do walk through the shop. Nobody really knows who I am. I go, I start on a Wednesday and it was after the fight that my arm had got broken. Well, oh, I'd also okay. gotten 10 stitches in my cheek and one of my eyes was swole shut. <clears throat> so I walk into work, 7:30 on Wednesday morning <laughs> and I look like somebody's been beating on me with a mallet. And these guys are like, "What in the actual fuck is going on here?" <laughs> I can imagine. That's funny. Oh fuck. So tell me if I overstepped the boundaries on this one, okay? And she maybe she can attest to this one. So there's a it's it's a nobody knows the answer, but I I I'm curious sex before a fight or no. not no no never not the week of not the week of you not that week whole then that, that's what i wanted to know the whole week you know and mike tyson was a proponent he was like look if you're gonna have sex just have sex right you know what i mean i you know it's funny fighters can be very superstitious yeah you know like they they wear the same shorts and right. the same. you know what i mean um for me no I don't. Just build it up. She's extra pissed. But after so the I fact. I appreciate you bringing yeah, this up. Because oh, she's real pissed yo, off about it. Don't this look, is don't fight week. Right now. This is fight week. So <laughs> I, could, I could feel her eyes burning a hole in the back of my head right now. That, that sound? Those are teeth grinding. Right yeah, now. exactly. <laughs> extra pissed. The headphones. Did you hear that? But I'll tell you what. For, after Friday night, she'll be plenty happy. <laughs> well, you guys got to come back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now we'll interview her. So how was it? <laughs> well, you're really quiet now. 
I got I got another story, but this is back when I don't even know. I should I should say I kind of want to say it because it's funny. But this is back when I went and saw you uh, at that hotel. I yeah. think it was. Yeah. In in I don't know how to say maybe because your girlfriend's here. I shouldn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> and no one's laughing, so they're like, okay. No, it's just, never mind, never mind. No, go ahead. <laughs> it's been six years. <laughs> Shit. You, you were the first person that I worked with when the, the company that I had. Right. And you won. Yes. So <clears throat> I remember our mutual friend said, let's go and congratulate him, right? So we went to your room, and this lady was there. My the first thing that I don't know anything about MMA nothing. The first thing I think about is I come in and I'm like, what if they were celebrating? And you weren't, right? But I'm like, I don't really want to be in the room. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and then and then I wanted to take a photo with you, and then our mutual friend was like, yeah, let's do it. And so this lady took the photo. And so this lady looked at me and he goes, oh, you have something on your face. And he went and touched my face. And she went and touched my face. And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> what was on that hand? Is that where yeah, you're Yeah, thinking? I was like. I don't, and, then, and then the friend is like, ah. Oh, because I told him. And he's like, oh, you got the dick hand. You got the dick hand. <laughs> and for the longest time, you got the dick hand. I, I was so. I was so. <laughs> and I think in the, in the photo, I'm like. I'm like, yeah. You look like <laughs> she was like, you got something on your face. And I just went. He looked like a train was coming to hit him. <laughs> he had real big eyes. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to it. <laughs> no, is everything good? All right, now I feel bad. She'll give yeah, you, I feel good. She'll give you the dick hand after this one. <laughs> right across your nose. Right take, under your nose. I'll take the dick, not the dick hand. Let's cut the middle man yeah, out. Yeah, Just give the we don't need her. <laughs> what, uh, still fish, you fought for quite quite a few uh fights with those guys um how does this lfa fight differ with commission rules and things like that it doesn't really it's, it's basically cut and dry yeah huh? so the commission a lot of people think that it's the promotion that that monitors the rules yeah, they and it's don't not. it's the commission right. so like you know th the blood testing the drug testing and all that stuff goes through the commission right and then they oversee the the promoters so I mean, you know, I, we've been doing this a long time. We've been up to Montana and fought where there isn't a commission. Right. And it's, you know. They're, Indian they're, reservations and shit yeah, like that. Yeah, and they're, and they're <laughs> weighing in on like a, a $4 Walmart, Walmart. scale. <laughs> and you're like, can I see his blood work? Is, <laughs> you know, I don't want to get the hit. Oh, that one that's steaming over there? That's yeah. his cup right there. It's right. glowing. <laughs> it looks radioactive. <laughs> what the hell? So, yeah, and the, the commission here has been really good. You know, me and Scott have a good relationship, and he's uh, he the commission's always been real good to me. And the commission oversees it and makes sure the fighters get paid. I mean, I've been to fights early, you know, early in my career where, you know, the, the promoter was over at an ATM trying right. to overdraw his credit right. card to pay guys and shit like that. Right. And and the commission cuts that kind of thing out. So, I mean, it, it it's very it's very important for the fighter to be protected because, you know, Fabio negotiates all my contracts and stuff now because he's like, look, you're an idiot. You'll just fight anybody. Right. He's like, you'll do it for free. And I, for sure, for sure, I'm not doing this for the money. <laughs> you know what I mean? So having, 
having somebody watching over your best interest, especially when you're a knucklehead, is, right. is definitely you know beneficial for everybody. You know, you hear these horror stories, especially the latest one's been that bare knuckle <clears throat> yeah. fighting organization. A lot of big names, none of them got paid. Right. So it's uh, and you know, even at my level, you know. I'm I'm not making a bunch of money or anything. I am a professional, so I get a fight purse, but it's not much. Right. And it 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 doesn't cover my training costs and my diet right. and things like that. You know what I mean? Um, but it helps. Mm-hmm. So even if I wasn't to get that, you know, that money, um, and I put six or eight weeks into to getting ready for something, it's I mean I I couldn't imagine. Your sixes at this point. Yeah. Right. right. <clears throat> what are you gonna walk out to? I, I, to is it a surprise? You, no. So I I've been walking out to an Iron Man remix. Yeah, and I really like it. Um, but I I don't know. I'm I'm kind of torn on this one. So when I when I fought at FitCon a little while ago, I I'd asked them to play the remix, and then they just played Iron Man. And I'm like, well, it's a great song, <laughs> but not what I was looking for. <laughs> Y'all, it's a great song. In 84. Right. <laughs> if I was in a Van Damme movie. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'll send you the uh, the soundtrack of the of the show. Can yeah, you there you go. <laughs> <laughs> With the bongos one. <laughs> the little happy one. Oh, what, shit. what makes, um, what would you say makes, makes you different than anybody else? The way you work, the way you... I... I, you know, I've, I've heard a lot of different things. I've had people tell me I'm, I'm a, for, you know, I'm six, six, I, I walk around at two sixty five. uh, you know, how athletic I am for a big guy. I, I train with, um, a couple of guys that are way more athletic yeah. than me, way more athletic than me. Um, and everybody works hard at this level. You know, there, there, there isn't, we're, we're past that MMA stage where, you know, for instance, my first fight, I had three shots. I went out and fought a guy. You know what I mean? We're 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 kind of <laughs> right kind of over ages. that. Yeah, we're kind of right. over that hump. Um, but you know, I I know that guys are grinding. I know that they're working. I I have to believe that every day I get up and I get better than yesterday, and I work hard. I I am not naturally a lean guy. Mm-hmm. I have to really monitor my diet. I have to make sure I'm getting enough cardio. You know, I have to be strong, especially as a heavyweight. So I have to lift. I, I just, I, I think that in my mind, I know that I have worked harder and it's just a, a discipline thing for me. And most of my life, I don't know that I was a disciplined person. Right. Well, I wasn't. I was a big fat guy. You know what I mean? So, and and I was always strong. I was always in the gym. I was always lifting. You know, I've I've benched and squatted and deadlifted a shitload of weight, but I was never like in shape, lean. I couldn't run two miles. You know right. what I mean? I'd run a half a mile, and Bo used to make me run. And I'd be like, "You son of a bitch!" <laughs> son of a bitch. He's like, "No, we're going running." I'm like, "No, I'm not running." <laughs> son of, a, and he's the running the son of a bitch. Really? So, oh my god, he can run for days. He'll he'll go out in the wilderness though in high heels to hunt. Yeah, so I think he's got that mentality. Where he's well, just, come on, let's go. He ran he ran up Wheeler Canyon to Snow Basin. Uh, and I can't remember what the pace was, but when he told me, I'm like, I would die. 
I die. <laughs> I've got I've got a story about it. So remember when we went through Corner Canyon? Yeah. So I was the coordinator on mm-hmm. that project. It was my first project in Bo says. Let's go out, let's stake the line, and we'll go to the other side. I'll have somebody pick us up. So I thought, yeah, no big deal. You know, we'll take our time. <clears throat> Pack full of stakes. Started from Draper all the way to Alpine. And this motherfucker never broke a sweat in us. Come on. You know, this little bloated Ethiopian kid following <laughs> this big fucking giant dude. Um, he's got some endurance. He carries you like a bride. He, I, he right, almost buddy, did. Go. Oh, it's all right. I'll just throw you on my back. Let's get going. <laughs> well, and he used, to, he used to tell me he's like some, and he's built like a bear. You know what I mean? And, and he'd tell me, he'd be like, well, some guys that have big chests, they have big, you know, muscles. Some guys have big chests, they have big lungs. I thought yeah. you were going to say dick. Well, if it hits, <laughs> if it hits your sock. <laughs> what is what is scratching it, the sagebrush as we're walking? <laughs> you dragging a stick? <laughs> he, he was not pounding the stakes in with a hammer. I'm, I'm, can, I can vouch for that. <laughs> hey, speaking of bear, where, uh, and I, I've heard you say this in in, uh, in um another interview before but what what is your uh silver silver back is it silver that was a joke oh was it yeah as as you most... have a silver back yeah this nickname <laughs> oh <laughs> uh so it started out as a as a joke so i i lived at bo's house for a couple years right okay and and gary allen lived there and mm-hmm. uh, you guys know gary. Yeah, oh, yeah. He's, yeah. he's shout out to gary yeah he's but, not a fan so anyway well he, i'm he, just kidding <laughs> So Gary's like what five seven, yeah, you know a shorter guy, but he looks like he can tie he's, metal oh, into. Yeah. He's thicker than a bowl of oatmeal. Let's yeah, just say shit. that for sure. He is, <laughs> I, he is thicker than a Snickers. You know what's funny? Speaking and of he Gary, has abs a hundred percent of the right? time. You know what I mean? Speaking, speaking of Gary Allen, like as a shout out to Gary, my buddy Skyler, I mention him all the time. Until he worked with us for a minute. Until this day, every now the conversation comes out. He's like, I just want to work out. So when I'm Gary's at Gary Allen's age. I'm all badass and look all buff and shit. And I'm like, so it's still a running joke. Yeah. The fact that we want to look like, like Gary. <laughs> well, yeah. So, and I've lifted with Gary a couple of times and I was stronger than Gary, but I couldn't lift that amount of weight. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just the, the overall, uh, you know, endurance of, of pushing reps over and over. I mean, his, his work volume, I I couldn't even come close. So when we were all living in the house, you know, Dakota was there, uh, Gary's son, Gary was there, Bo was there, and we're all living in Bo's house. And I used to, you know, what I used a to tell. Fest. Yeah. Sure. Jeez. I, anyway. <laughs> so it smells uh, like sausage in here. <laughs> The air is really thick. Like, yeah, it's getting high in testosterone. Why is it so muggy? This is odd. Um, so, I'd I'd make jokes with with Gary. I'd be like, I'm just trying to get to silverback status like you. So my my initial nickname was uh, D5W because uh, my wrestling was so bad I couldn't even be a D3. <laughs> <laughs> so I, my my initial nickname was D5W, and then. Uh, something had changed and they were like, you need something else. And, you know, I, I think I'd put it out on Facebook and, uh, one of the guys at the gym was like, well, you're always tagging silverback status. And the reason that I did that was because I was like, I just want to be as badass as Gary is. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? We all want to be as badass <laughs> Right. As so, so that's kind of where that all came from. And it just, it just, it stuck. just stuck around. Stuck. You, st- you still have it, right? Yeah. 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 
Outstanding. So, um, is it safe to say that combat sport is probably one of the most, um, how do you put this, um, selfish sports to live? And maybe she can vouch for that too, family-wise yeah, and wanna, stuff. You want to chime in? <laughs> she's a because it's basically all about you. Yeah, I mean, and 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 it has to be right. Yes. Um, so I have two ways to think about this. So when I was in California and I was training at Fairtex, uh, my service manager at the time when I was, I was a service advisor, he said he was a big baseball guy. And I was like, baseball is the most boring shit. Uh, agreed. I, I <laughs> agreed. <laughs> I would rather have a root canal right. than watch a game of baseball on TV. Yeah. So he's like, well, you don't understand because uh, you're in a, 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 a single man sport. Mm, right. He's like, you only have to worry about you. And I said, well, to an extent, that's true, right? I, when I'm in the cage and I'm doing that, then it, it's, it's very solo. But it takes a team of people to get you there. Right. And I, you know, I, I'm really fortunate, especially right now. I have <clears throat> great teammates. I got, you know, uh, I got Eric Munoz has been in. Um, Bryce uh, has been working on my wrestling uh, Fabio's in there every day. Coach Alex is there every day. Um, you know, Dom Guerrero, Matt Euler, you know, I, I got a whole team of guys. The, the unsung hero is Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because, you know, these guys are in the cage and they're in the photos and we're working and we're grinding and, and, you know, we're sweating. I, I train in a, in a ungodly sweatsuit every day. Um, and, the amount of laundry I generate <laughs> is unreasonable. <laughs> so there's that aspect, right? And then there's, you know, she's been running tickets around trying to get tickets out to people because <clears throat> most people don't know this, but the tickets are what keep me fighting. We were going to talk about that. Okay. So we'll, 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 we'll that. pause that in a second. Yeah. So, you know, and my diet and, to train and yeah. <laughs> everybody's freaking out <laughs> are we, we gonna get hit? we're used to we're used to so there's there is a whole bunch of not glorious things that have to happen to right. get me to a point where i can do this right and i'm 41 years old i'm to the tail end of this you know what i mean i i don't know how many more i've got um and i was talking to eric munoz he's a couple years older than me and he's like, look, if I blow my shoulder out or my knee or whatever, I'm done. He's right. like, so I have to, I have to burn it while I can. And on the flip side of that, the amount of, you know, just time when you look right. at time, you know, I, I leave for the gym at five in the morning I get home from the gym at seven 30 or eight at night by the time I go to work and everything else. So there's no time to do anything. Right. I, I go home, I eat, I go to bed. I meal prep for the next day. It's about all I have time for, you know, keeping the, the wheels on the house and, you know, just making sure this train keeps moving forward is the rest of life. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The, the, the things that you don't, you know, 
that a lot of people, you know, yeah, fighters still have to do laundry. It's not Conor McGregor running around in a in a mansion. You know, Fuck he he's he's got he's got maids. Mm-hmm. I'm not at that level. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've got Sammy who believes in me and wants to make sure that I'm right. successful, and she just <laughs> makes sure that my sweatsuit doesn't smell like ass every day. A little bit of vinegar. Yeah, a the, lot of vinegar. In the uh, really? Oh, do my ghee when I would come home? I'm like. I've washed it eight times. Why does it smell like balls so bad? Well, you've got to put some vinegar. Oh, really? In there. You get yep. that bacteria. So, but like, anyway. like you wipe it down? Is that what it no, is? No, you just put some vinegar in the laundry. Oh, as well. it kills all laundry. that bacteria. Oh, I yeah. see. Well, anyway. Well, I'm a lover, not a fighter, so I don't know. A trip to the grocery store is an endeavor. You know oh, yeah, I, mean? I can imagine. Just making, you know, I eat really low carb and <clears throat> sticking to the diet, and it's not fun. Yeah. You know, like we, we went and uh, had some dinner with friends last night. And, uh, you mean cat- they eat dinner and you had scraps? <laughs> well, so yeah. So I'm like, look, can I have fish tacos in lettuce and a salad? And everybody's like, that's not fun. Is this for your wife or your uh- <laughs> right? <laughs> or is this for you? <laughs> so Cassie behind me, she gets some fries. I had a French fry, and she's like, how do you have one French fry? And I said, well, if I have two, I'll get fat. Yeah. <laughs> so you know that that constant discipline is. You know, it's 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 not a grind; it's a privilege. I've, so I've seen I've seen the wife dieting, and she takes like three Doritos, and she eats them like this. Yeah, and I'm like, you gotta the fuck s- are you just shove them all. It's like, nope. You gotta savor that shit. You don't know when your next burrito will come. Yeah, chews on it, pulls out a Ziploc bag, spits it in, puts it away. So I'll have some more later. I. <laughs> One of the office ladies that works like she's like, just get a hamburger, chew, chew and spit. it and spit it out. And I'm like, what kind of bulimic shit is this? Yo, <laughs> I just had this. Like, what are you laughing at? Oh, that's just fucking funny. <laughs> what? <laughs> just bulimic. <laughs> I just had because I've I've been actually. I mean, it doesn't compare to what you're doing, but I've been actually uh, strict on my diet and going to the gym because I have high blood pressure. Yeah. So if I don't take care of it won't be here anymore but i went to uh jcw's and you have i have a, a triple patty wrapped in lettuce yeah that shit's bomb it's good it's so fucking good well and the good thing is once you get used to the lifestyle yeah. of it yeah you know what i mean because like i'll go to five guys and get a triple burger yeah. in lettuce mm-hmm. you know what i mean and that's what i have for lunch you know and i i typically Whatever I eat the night before, I take for lunch the next day, and <clears throat> I I maintain my portions and things like that pretty strictly. Um, I don't have to worry about it as much because I yeah. walk around at weight. You shed a lot. <laughs> <laughs> as we a silverback. No, because we talked about it before. When 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 I diet, I rarely go to the bathroom. Yeah, it's so. What we talked about it this morning. I, I was <laughs> so excited to hear about this. <laughs> so if I'm if I'm eating correctly and I'm working out hard, it's like every three days. Yeah, you know what I mean. Do you shit every three days? Yeah, that's how I am, right now. Fuck! <laughs> wow. <laughs> there's a, there's a little of the glory. Yeah, yeah. There's a little of the glory. You're saving money on toilet right? paper Absolutely. right there. The trip to the, the trip so, to the grocery I'm store. Saving the environment. <laughs> Cutting everything in half. Unselfish of you. <laughs> See, in a selfish sport, we can even find unselfishness. Is, is there um is that a dream fight? <laughs> 
you you would like to be a part of? Is there a there is not a dream fight, I wouldn't say. You know, I'm I'm a realist. I'm mm-hmm. I'm 41 years old. Mm-hmm. I'm hard to be marketable for a long term a bigger organization. I understand. But you are a heavyweight. But I that's in your favor. And and there's not a lot of us, you know. Heavyweights uh generally an athletic heavyweight will go do something that pays. Right. You know what I mean? Um but you know, this LFA fight is a good opportunity for me to have one or two more on a bigger stage, possibly. But, you know, I'm 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 really looking forward to winning this fight and then going to fight for the Steel Fist title. Sweet. That's what I would really like to do. And I, I've fought for the title a couple of times and I've lost. And it's painful um, to put all that effort in and know that, you know, it's a shitty thing because you can show up in the best shape of your life and have an off night. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that you're a bad fighter or not a tough guy. It just means it wasn't your night. The cards yeah. just didn't fall You know what I mean? Way. And, it, and it, 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 it happens, you know, to the best. Right. You know, the best. So uh, when I, before I first started fighting, <clears throat> I never worried about getting hurt or anything else. I worried about losing right. and I worried about losing in front of everybody I know. And that, that was my biggest mental obstacle, uh, going into this. Mm. So as some random, you know, probably God, it's been 10 years ago, right? I'm walking through uh, the golden nugget in Vegas and Randy Couture does a, um, poker tournament every year, a, a charity poker tournament. And I just happen to be walking through the nugget on Fremont Street, and I look over, and Randy Couture stand there. So I'm like, "Oh my god!" You know, yeah. immediate fanboy. I'm like, "Oh my! Can I can I shake your hand? I don't even care if it's the dick hand." <laughs> so, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I walk over to Randy Couture, and and I'm talking to him, and I get a picture, and he signs it for me. Super, you know, just stand up guy. Took time with everybody. Right. You know, made sure there wasn't a fan that didn't shake his hand or get a picture or get an autograph or whatever. And I, and I, I was like, look, I know you're busy real quick. I said, I, I've done a little bit of amateur fighting and I never worry about uh, getting hurt or, you know, none of that stuff ever enters my mind. My thought is what if I get the shit beat out of me in front of everybody I know? And he says the, and I said, and you've done it on obviously the biggest stage there is and have highs and lows. And I, I was like, how do you get through it? And he said, the people that love you will come back. Mm. The people that love you will still love you regardless of a win and regardless of a loss. They will still be there for you. And everybody else doesn't matter. Right. Wow. And and right. that that was like one of the, the pivotal. I, I guess that was kind of what got me over that bridge, because, I mean, as much as this is a physical sport, like, I, I mean, I've seen guys that get they have to get super pissed and worked up to get in the cage. And I, I call that that, you know, they, they have to get mentally charged up to breach that, that, that cage door. Right. And I don't have to do that. You know what I mean? I, we can be friends after I don't care, no. but I know that once that door locks, I got to get you before you get me. It's business at that point. Right. So right. it's, I, I, I kind of detach myself a little bit from the emotional part of it, but that him telling me that is really what 
like it, I mean, it'll stick with me till I die. But <clears throat> him telling me that is really kind of what got me over that, that mental hurdle of being able to do yeah, this. Right. You know what I mean? Um, and you know, it's different for everybody. But right. Well, it's coming from Captain America. Exactly. <clears throat> Greatest heavyweight ever. Absolutely. No, in your opinion. Randy Probably Couture. Randy Couture. You know, and, and not necessarily because it's it's the way that Randy presented himself. Right. You know what I mean? You don't hear him smacking guys in bars right. and being a knucklehead. You know what I mean? He's a stand-up guy. And that's who he is. That's who he is. Right. You know what I mean? And he fought in two divisions and he won and he lost and he but he always came back and he he just there's there's you know your your heroes should have some kind of perseverance right. aspect to them. You know what I mean? Being the greatest is amazing, right? We all want to be the greatest at whatever it may be, right? But the people that you look up to, if they ne- if they never show a struggle, do you want to look up to them? Right. Because I would rather look up to somebody that has failed and picked themselves up. Right. You know, because in a lot of ways in my life, that's that's what I think I've been able to do. You know what I mean? And we all have different struggles and things like that, but you know, to be able to, to get up in the morning and put your work boots on and do it again, that's, that takes a a different mentality, a different mental toughness. Sweet. Outstanding. How how is, um, how are you on, on the, um, what do you call it? The green room right before when you're about to come out, are you, are you nervous? Are you pumped? Are you calm? (sighs) There's a there's a whole there's obviously a whole, obviously as soon as they close the gate that's where the switch goes on right and that's when or or, or it yes comes from before for, no for me when the gate closes and we meet in the center that's when it when it really turns on yeah. right but there's a there's a week of you know and and people ask me all the time are you nervous are you nervous and I'm like three weeks out I'm like no I'm, all I'm think I'm nervous to go get my ass kicked in the gym right yeah. you know what I mean I'm not even I'm, I'm working on these things. I trust my coaches. They've watched some video. They know what I need to work on. I just have to execute those things. I don't have to worry about that yet. Right. I just have to do what I have to do. Right. So, but then the week of like, here we are Sunday and I fight Friday and I start having mental pictures of what's going to happen in the cage. You right? do see it in yeah. your mind. Oh Yeah. And it, it'll be random, right? You know what I mean. I'll be I'll be eating dinner, and I'll I'll start think I'll start thinking, what if he takes that one two shoot? That, right. Cross. And I got to move, right. and I got to you know, and and it starts playing through my head. So I've got and it and it's you know your your heart rate starts to raise, and you start having those emotions like you're there. You know what I mean? But it's all just your imagination, right? So it, when I first started, <clears throat> it was. Um, I'd, I'd, I'd be like, look, I'm going to be, you know, I, I, this is, the, <laughs> this is the first fight I've been on a prelim card in a long time. So <laughs> I, you know, I've co-mained or main evented every fight I've been in for the last five mm, years. So right. <clears throat> it's weird for me to be fighting early on the card. So I used to say, you know, I'll just go and sleep. I'd never sleep. I'd lay down. I'd try to sleep, you know, in the back room and, and just couldn't. And then somewhere the experience kind of caught up with the, with the mental part of it. And I'm very relaxed now, um, but it wasn't always that way, you know, but it was, it was, you know, when your heart's beating out of your chest and you're like, 
I'm going to go in here with another train killer and, and try to survive this. <clears throat> but, you know, thankfully, for whatever reason, when that cage door closes, all that goes away. Right. You're not thinking about it. You're not, it, none, you know, it's at, at that point, your training has to take over. Right. So, <clears throat> um, but there's, there's definitely um, a process to it. You know what I mean? And, and, and having the experience makes a lot of difference. Nice. One last thing. I know we're way on time. Yeah. <clears throat> Plenty. Have you seen the, uh, the BJ Penn videos that I come out? I saw the one where he, you know, he, and I, and I didn't, I watched the one where he was on somebody's back hitting him in the side right. of the head. And then I saw something else that said, um, he got knocked out in a bar. Right. And it's, it's too bad. <laughs> what, uh, what I, I have an opinion on where all that comes from. Um, we talk, a lot of people talk about CT and stuff like that. And I don't think a lot of that in fights, but maybe gym wars, stuff like that. Do you ever worry about? We don't train that way. Don't you? We train hard, but we don't spar hard. Always from the beginning? I So me being me, you know, my, with my size, even from when I first started training Muay Thai back in a little gym in North Ogden, um, <clears throat> You know, they sparred hard. Right. So I didn't know shit. So I went in there and had several sparring sessions where, you know, I knocked a guy out or I broke his nose or whatever. And at that time, that's just. It's just the way it was. It's just how it was. Right. right? Well, then, you know, these three guys that I hurt never came back. Never came back to the gym. So then I had nobody to train with. Right. So I I have really good, uh, really good control. Um I don't, I, I work my speed and I work my timing, but I don't work my power. But do you ever get in those incidents where somebody wants to prove, hey, there's Eric, I'm in here. I don't train at other gyms don't for train that other reason. People. I don't Smart. go to other gyms for that reason. Smart because it, has it happened to me? Absolutely. For that reason. You know, right? the, there was, there was an instance where right after I stepped on that bolt, I went to a gym that I trained at. Um, and the gym owner was like, hey, do you want to spar? Well, I hadn't been in the gym in a month. You know what I mean? I, I couldn't walk for two mm -hmm. weeks. So I go in there. <clears throat> um, I'm like, yeah, we, we can get some rounds in. So he sets the timer to eight minutes, has a fresh guy on me every minute. And after the first round, um, I hear him telling them, go get him. Stop him. <laughs> go get him. So I start laying into these guys like bad. And I, I, swept a guy out of the clinch and dropped him on his head and at that point i it really clicked on me i'm like somebody's gonna get hurt bro. right and it i mean i'm not saying it's gonna be me and i'm not saying it's gonna be them but yeah. one of us somebody somebody's gonna get really injured so i stopped i just walked out of the cage and and i've i've sparred a couple of places since then but you know i I don't, I'm to a point in my career, I don't have to prove I'm tough. Yeah. Right. I know I'm tough. Right. I know I can take a punch. You know what I mean? I, I know I've been in some real bad ones, real bad ones. Um, I don't, I don't need to prove that in the gym. I need to get better in the gym. Yeah. Right. So I need to make sure that, you know, my skills are getting worked with enough pressure to make sure that. Um, my cardio is, is getting worked and things like that, but <clears throat> I don't, you know, 
the way that training set up is you're going to lose mm-hmm. and it's hard mm-hmm. for people. You know, if we're doing wall drill and, you know, you're doing one minute on the pads, one minute takedown defense back and forth for, you know, 25 minutes, you know, <laughs> you know where you stand in the pecking order. <laughs> right. But, you know, on the flip side of that, you got, you do, you know, say the bell rings, you got one minute of hitting pads and kicking and whatever. And then you have one minute of a wrestler drilling on you. And then you go back to the pads the the third minute. So that guy's, you know, and then there might be five guys in there that are working your wrestling with you. So that first guy you wrestled doesn't even come back into the cage till the second round. He's had seven minutes to rest, to rest yeah, you know what right. I mean? So, and you're not going to win, right? You know, you can, you can, you can maybe break even, <laughs> you know, or you can protect yourself to where you're not getting the shit kicked out of you. But the point of it is to get tired and know where you stand when you're exhausted, because right. that's when the chips are down. Yeah. Anybody can fight good, you know, when fresh, you're fresh the box, right? But when, when it's, you know, you're into the fourth round of doing this and you feel like your lungs are going to come out of your mouth and, you know, I, like I said, we, it's kind of a gym culture thing. We, we wear a sweatsuit, a neoprene sweatsuit every day. Um, and it feels like there's lava coming out of this sweatsuit up your face because it's so hot and you're, you know, you've lost five pounds from training. And Jesus. that's, that's when you know if you can get in or not. Right. So <clears throat> I, we, we don't spar hard. Uh, we spar with speed and technique and and try to get better that way nobody in my gym's trying to knock anybody out and if they do they can come fight me right outstanding you um while this is uh going on uh on the weigh-ins on even maybe even uh standing in front of your your uh opponent are you a shit talker are you like you don't you tap gloves you're like oh let's touch gloves or you're civil about it yes i don't I, you know, I, I know that the, the grand, grander scheme of, you know, the current climate of, of MMA is sad, pump, isn't it? pump the fight yeah. and talk some shit and yeah. get everybody when, worked up. When I took MMA years ago, there, there was, there was this teacher that would say, don't, I'm not, I'm not your friend. We're not there They're touching gloves. Fuck that. I'm about to kill you. You're about to kill me or something like that. So I always wanted to ask you if, if you're. And I, I'm not. Um, you know, I've had guys talk shit about me and I just, it's fine. Your time's coming. We'll see. We'll see. Your yeah. time's coming. So there is shit. Cause so there's shit talking. Cause there are somebody. I'm saying like at a local level, they still, Oh yeah. You see it on shit. Facebook and you know, I'm, I'm the baddest. I'm going to retire him. He's an old man. I've heard all that shit. Oh wow. But, but did the greats or even today ever talk shit? Really hard shit. Max Holloway. Right. It's a prime example. Right. Might, right. You know, very well, you know, top five guys in the yeah. world. And you don't ever hear him say anything right. bad about nobody because right. he goes in there and puts the work on. And, and you know, it, it's I understand that there's like this culture of this WWE cut the promo, do the you know what I mean? I, I, I can I can understand that. <clears throat> and for some people, it fits their personality and that's right. OK. That's fine. It's not mine. I, I can't try to puff up my chest imaginary, you know, this, this imaginary being of being greater than, you know, some extraterrestrial being that's going to go in there and just <laughs> knock everybody out, you know, as, as great as that would be. It's just not my, 
my personality. Right. I'm I'm a, a blue collar, hard work, callous on my hands. That's what I'm about. So it doesn't affect you in I any way, shape, or form. I don't care what they say. Say what you will. I know what I am. Mm-hmm. I know who I am. Nice. Well, I got one last question. What the fuck is with the painted toes? <laughs> <laughs> I've been meaning to ask you. I've been meaning to ask Bo. I've been meaning to. I don't fucking get it. Uh, Chuck Liddell. Yeah, I was gonna say Chuck Liddell okay, does it too. I don't care who does it. I'm asking <laughs> why. I don't know. You still do it? Yeah. Is that part of uh, uh, what? Did, what did we talked about it earlier? Every fighter's has uh, superstitions. Yeah. So you just do it part of and, your regimen. And I haven't the last two fights. My toes are actually pretty busted. So now that you mentioned that, I need to go get a pedicure. <laughs> are you going to paint your toe, your, his toes? Or do, no? Question is, do you do it? When you do it, do you do it yourself? No, I, you have somebody do it for I, you. I go to a really nice lady and let her do it. Okay, because I mean, feet are fucking disgusting. Just so you know, if, if you say I the word don't feet, care. he gags. I doesn't doesn't matter who you are. Yeah, feet are fucking gross. Name one body part Not mine, of the human body that you're always on. Sweaty, fucking disgusting, crevices in the fucking toes. Well, I look like I have elephant cheese feet. Cheese smelling fucking. God damn. I, I look like I have elephant feet. <laughs> so, <laughs> and. They're my, all rough, like they've my, been on the African train my, and shit yeah. for years and shit. And my feet get super dry. So, you know, I have a boat. We love boating. We went boating um, last week. We went to JP's birthday party. Yeah. And we went up to Bear Lake and we went boating and. Uh, my feet were broken. We want to have we want to have him on the show, by the way. JP, John. you should. Yes, we'd you love to have him. Absolutely should. His, yeah. his story you should would hit, be great. Yeah. You his should let him know. You should, you should tell him you had well, a I, blast here. I text him, <laughs> JP, get your shit together. This we'll has been down, the greatest stuff. experience ever. Yeah, no, you should, should probably come yeah. down here. Um, you can't be so a Utah until you do this. Here's an unsung hero thing, right? My feet are cracked and bleeding after being in flip-flops for two days. And we come home, and this saint of a woman rubs lotion on my feet. Oh, dear God. Every- I'm telling you, he's about okay. to gag. I'm yep. telling you. We're Look, done. he quit. We're done. This is over. Put your headphones. You, you Don't be a quitter. You washed your hands when you were done, right? No, your- she she hasn't washed her hands. <laughs> oh, since. fuck. Don't She's going to come that. rub them on your face. Oh. Wait. See, there's wipes right there. See those antibacterial wipes? Uh, put those on your hands before you open that door for me, please. Oh, you shook her hand, too, did you? Fuck, I did. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Dude, I gotta deal with this every every time. We, we don't talk about that here. Yeah, we stopped no. talking about it. Yeah. yeah. When he's anyway. like, "Oh no, I'm done." I'm like, "Oh fuck." Well, then let's okay, go. well, let's move on. LFA seventy five. <laughs> <laughs> well, so we were gonna talk about tickets. So the what a lot of people probably don't know is fighters peddle their own tickets, right? They mm-hmm. sell their own tickets. The only thing that keeps a fighter fighting is ticket sales. Because if they're not a draw, this is still a business. And right. they don't they, they won't have you come back. I am very fortunate in that I sell a lot of tickets. I have a mm-hmm. great support. Uh, you know, my, my friends and family really support me. So if somebody is advertising ticket sales, buy tickets from your fighters. Because Good. that's what keeps them on the card. Don't go to the box office and get no, the damn tickets. Don't go to the box Support office. Support your local fighter, yes, right? Because, you know, even at this level, at, at a mid-level, you know, you get to the UFC, you don't have to worry about something. Right. Tickets. But even at LFA, 
The only reason they have me come on is because I'm selling tickets. Because you can sell tickets. So right? if you need tickets, message me on Facebook because I got a couple left and I need to try to get every one of them out I, I can. <clears throat> I want to go. Yeah. I'll, uh, Unless... yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need a couple. Okay. So we'll, uh, we'll definitely do that. Yeah, we'll uh, how do they get a hold of you? Do you? What? Just Facebook, Instagram? Yeah, Facebook. What are your handles? Uh, just Eric Iman on Facebook, of course, and uh, Silverback Muay Thai on Instagram and just message me and. Um, you know, this is the last week. I got to turn everything in on Thursday. So let's, I I would, I, well, so last little caveat, I guess, to this whole thing is I used to want nobody to come watch me fight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want anybody I fucking know there. Right. Right. What if I get my ass kicked yeah. now? I'm like, I want to look out and know and see your people that I have a push from, especially, you know, even though this is a little bit bigger fight, as far as, you know, it's nationally televised and things like that. How great is it that I get to do it in my hometown right? and see my friends and my family and, and be able to um, appreciate the fact that they know how hard I work and I'm there doing it. Right. You know, and, and it, like, like I said, I'm 41. I don't have a lot left. I, I don't know how many more I can do. Um, I'm, I don't carry around a lot of injury necessarily, but I mean, I got old man hands and stuff. So, <laughs> so you know, being able to to just burn as bright as I can till the wheels fall off this thing is it's it's a blessing. Right on, right on. I I did um, here and there about close to a year on on MMA. Justin has done a lot of jujitsu in the past. Yeah, where do you train? I'm old school guy. Do you remember when Elite Performance was downtown? Yeah. Yeah, I trained there for a little while, a little bit with uh, Gustavo Rodriguez okay. out that way. Yeah, um, no it's been a few years. Work. I'm getting old. Could say. How old are you? Thirty-eight. Shut up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. <laughs> My question I, is, I look twelve, but <laughs> yeah, um, you got you. You've got the look of youth, I even do. if it's not being young. Um, my wrists are pretty fucked from all the years of work. Um, and just life and everything sure so uh i just i want to get into it again i have daughters they're starting to get older i'd love to bring them to do it too so that was always a main motivator for me is watching my kids i mean my kids grew up at these gyms you know what i mean and and they they could see me i I don't care if you win i care if you don't fucking quit right Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and i've i've really tried to be that example for my kids and if if there was if you know if there was anything I leave behind, just that day to day work ethic, yeah. because you know we we all get caught up with you know we all get busy we all get whatever and we can all make whatever goddamn excuse you want right. But if it's important to you, you'll make time. So with our credentials, you think we can take it out? F- fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Don't touch me with your I will, <laughs> we'll be fine. I won't. But I promise if you try to shoot on me right now, I'm going to knee you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> so LFA 75, September 6th. September 6th. Friday. Um, Get a hold of you for tickets. We, we have a, a pretty good following here. Yeah. It's actually, I mean, I, I hate to tell you the numbers, but we're getting big we're getting there we're, we're <laughs> you're gonna share you guys us, right are, you're gonna want my aut- gonna our autographs yeah. but uh, yeah, yeah sure. everybody out there share this yeah. um we're gonna get you a big 
we'll get those tickets gone. Okay. Yeah. I can almost promise you that. Yeah, let's uh, let's get it done. I'd love to have. Are they sectioned off? They are. Oh, outstanding! Yeah, they are. That's great. And no one has to touch you, dude. Well, it's and awesome. I I ordered I ordered the tickets. I I actually ordered a little less tickets than I typically do. And the lady's like, "Look, if you don't sell these, we need them back." And I'm like, "One way or another, we're selling them." Yeah. So great. Get a hold of me, and and I've got some uh, eighty dollar floor seats still left, and some fifty dollar uh, lower bowl seats still left. Um, and you know, I just. I want to hear him yell when I walk out. Oh, yeah. Outstanding. Sure. I want to hear the scream. So. Okay. Sure. Dude, thanks for coming. Yeah, right. let's do this after. Hell, we'll, yeah. That, we'll that I was going to ask you that. We'll I hope, hopefully you have a, a good experience. You'll come back and do it again. Well, <clears throat> good, bad, or ugly, it's what it is. So. And you still do it again. <laughs> and I, yeah, and I'll, and I'll <laughs> line up and stick bring my- Bring more people next I time. will, yeah. for sure. They'll Ten just more. wait out there. Yeah. <laughs> wait, so, out, wait outside. I'm so important. <laughs> and thank you so much for coming, guys. Appreciate you. And thanks for making this happen. I was super nervous. Really? Yeah, from the get-go. Sammy was nervous. Why? Samantha was nervous. She's like, I feel like I'm nervous for you. Are you nervous? I'm not nervous. It's basically bullshit. We're not going on Joe fucking Rogan, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. for God's sakes. <laughs> right. the, the, what is it called again? The other? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> so we are on SoundCloud iTunes, yeah. Stitcher Radio, Google Play, we have anywhere our, we you have can our, find we this. We have so. our episodes on Facebook. We have a Facebook account. So. That lady over there is already working on it, which I like. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Thanks, gentlemen. Appreciate, I appreciate you. you. All the best me. luck, and now most likely you'll see us there because we're gonna go and support. Most likely, I'm I'll fucking I'm be going. there. I'm going. I'm going. I'll, I'll, go. I'll come back I'm going here. On sure. I know when you. I know when you record. Now I'll come back and kick your ass. <laughs> God damn it! Be there. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> All right, fellas and ladies, thank you so much for hanging out with us and uh, share us, like us, and send us a message and rate us, give us a review, whatever mm, the hell yada, you yada. like, whatever yada yada. Yeah. The same shit I say every fucking day. Other than that, thank you so much, and we'll see you on the other side of the beehive. Peace.